Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Welcome back to Coast to Coast AM. Richard Serrett sitting in for George Norrie, coming to you live from Coast Toronto, Canada, affiliate In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Lucy Pringle is with us, one of the world's leading crop circle photographers and researchers. And we are talking about the energies of crop circles. That's the title of a book she co-authored along with James Lyons. Before the break, we were talking about the the survey, the rather in-depth survey you send to people who go into crop circles and report certain health effects. And I just wanted to, to finish off with that before we move on. One of the things that you said was people report this strange metallic taste inside their mouth. And then as soon as they leave the circle, that taste is gone. So that energy is present inside the circle. Do they still, do people experience uh, that when they're simply looking at a photograph or, or at a slide? That's, that's a very interesting question. To answer that, I've never had a single report about that. So it seems that, that there's some additional quality when you're actually physically inside the circle to when you're, you're looking at it at a distance or pictures, etc. Now, your we co-author... So oh, sorry, yeah. Effects. Go ahead. Um, we've had... The mental really is the largest category where people's thought processes are affected. Short-term memory loss, feelings of panic and terror. I've had quite a few of those people just building up uh, until it reaches a state of terror and they rush out. Um, Evil, feeling of evilness. Then on the other side of the coin, because you get this all the time, they're sort of completely... Uh, diametrically different effects, feelings of peace and love and light, disorientation and sense of a presence. Now, this again is one that is quite often uh, reported to me. It's as though somebody else is in there. And there was a very, very curious, um, um, very curious story uh, of a, a wonderful crop circle uh, it was at Bythorn in Cambridgeshire, and there were a group of people meditating inside the circle. Uh, and they got their eyes closed, and one of them heard somebody walk up uh, towards the circle and sit down beside her. Well, after the, the, uh, they'd finished their meditation, she looked around, and there wasn't another person there. And she felt very, very embarrassed about this, and she didn't mention it until the person who then was sitting beside her said, where was that person who joined us in the circle? Nobody had been there. Mm. And it was almost as though it was the genii loci, which was the guardian of the land. You know, um, people talk about the Gaia, the Gaia um, uh, complex. Well, it, when you're talking about the Earth being a uh, living, breathing organism, right. Right. and it seemed as though that was the, the guardian of that circle. It's really rather lovely, and I've had other reports like that. Is it related to the proximity of some of these me- megalithic structures, uh, like the stone circles in, Av- in Avebury? Well, yes, we, uh, yes. Yes, I would think it is, but nearly, well, all of these, on over 90%, are on um, chalkland, 
and and this is a very very important uh, part of of the whole formation process. I'm just listen, uh, looking for an extraordinary story I had um, sent to me by well, very strange happening at Avebury. I don't seem to be able to find it for the moment. Um, where, just to give you a brief sort of outline, somebody, there, was, there was a little family or a group of people um, camping uh, very close to Avebury in one of the fields. And the next morning, one of them woke up very early and found himself the other side of the fence. Now, he had no re- recollection of, of getting over the fence, and in a- any case, it was barbed wire. And he had no scratches on him, his clothes weren't torn, he had no idea how that happened. Suddenly, he was with, with the group, and then the next moment, sometime during the night, he was on the other side of the barbed wire fence. Almost as if he had been levitated. Exactly, or he'd been transported hmm. over the... Because these, again, as we were saying, the energies there are so powerful. Tell me about your co-author, James Lyons. He's an engineer, and he, he specializes in aeronautical research. How did you yes, hook up with is. him, and, and he how, did he, a, how does he, he approach this? He's a really, this? really interesting man. Um, he, uh, he is a mainstream scientist, obviously, and he's always been fascinated by dowsing. Um, and generally, he is, a, he is a man with a huge capacity <clears throat> of investigation and, and knowledge. And um, when he retired, like so many scientists, they feel able to voice theories and hypotheses which may be would be in conflict with mainstream science. And he, his uh, scientific investigations may sound a little revolutionary at times, but they will, they will be proved true. He's ahead of his time. He's a man who is ahead of his time. <laughs> He's absolutely brilliant. Well, he, sees, he seems to be drawing a connection between the formation of crop circles and uh, a a phenomena we're familiar with here in Canada, in particular, auroras borealis, aurora borealis, I'm sorry. What is yes. the connection that he draws between aurora borealis and crop circles? Well, <laughs> I'll I, I just sort of try and attempt, because I'm, I, I'm not, not totally uh, au fait with all, his, all that he's written, but I think it stems from the fact that many people ask, you know, how do these, these things appear and from when, whence they come. His basic uh, statement is that we must look, um, we need to start with our solar system and start with the sun, which is the um, key energy source, which is um, electrically charged, uh, like the positive end uh, terminal of a battery. Uh, i.e. the sun is the positive end and the earth is the negative end. And I'm just reading here what he says. It emits particles incessantly, and this is termed the solar wind. Um, At the moment, the sun has on its surface black-looking 
surface features which from which spiraling tubes of energy are emitted. These are so-called torsion waves because of their essentially twisting nature. These strike the magnetosphere which surrounds the Earth and is a layer of charged particles supported by the Earth's magnetic field. Um, breaking this layer occasionally breaks down and lets through these sun waves. They mainly enter the Earth via the poles which give rise to the aurora borealis at the North Pole and the aurora australasia at the South Pole. Breaking through at other points around the Earth gives rise to very high um, altitude effects known as sprites. Then he goes on to say, uh, all of this is a source of electric charge we find around the Earth. The Earth is negatively charged and acts like the terminal of a battery. Um, the charge which is with, uh, in the Earth is arranged into patterns like cymatic patterns on side, sand on a vibrating drum surface. These key structures are north-south, east-west grid patterns, which we detect as ley lines in old terminology. Now, this is very important because those are the main grid lines, but there are thousands of smaller lines uh, stemming from these um, main grid lines, and again, we call them uh, energy lines or ley lines. Um, and all these, all crop circles appear on, you have, as, as, as there are so many of these grids, they're obviously going to have crossover points at, at several points, and these are the areas of huge, huge um, electric energy. And it's, you will find that all the pyramids in the uh, world, like in Russia, uh, China, Mexico, Egypt, they're all on these nodal points. So are cathedrals, so are churches, and so are crop circles. But it all sounds rather random, Lucy, but obviously uh, there, there's, there must be an intelligence behind this that is, that is somehow manipulating these forces that you just described. Manipulating the force. Now, I think that's a purely physical force. All right. But, but, but how, I mean, again, it sounds random. So, so how are these... How are these, I mean, and you speak to, a, you know, an intelligence here, this mysterious intelligence. What is yes, the, the intelligence behind, intelligence. what is the yes. intelligence behind all of this then? Um, no, I think this is, this is actually pure basic physics. Uh, <clears throat> this is actually what happens. Um, in the, and Jim, James goes on to liken what happens with the crop circles to, to what's happening in the cosmos. He goes on, on to this in... In, in fairly uh, good detail in the book. Um, I, think, I think that is, uh, <laughs> I hate to say, but I think that, that is, is basic physics. Of what, and, and these uh, energy lines, you can't see them, but just like electricity, you can't see it. And, but I can tell you, I've got an energy line in my kitchen. It's a very strong line, and it's a very beneficial line. But somebody told me <clears throat> that at midnight on the eve of the night of the solstice, 
uh, solstices, the two solstices, all energy lines disappear. Now, I'm not certain how this happens, but I didn't really believe this. And so I came down at midnight into the kitchen with my dowsing rods, and I walked all the way over the kitchen where my energy line was, but it wasn't there anymore. So I, I thought, well, I don't understand this, but here it just isn't here anymore. So I went back to bed, and then I got rather worried. I said, I hope to myself, myself I, I hope my energy line hasn't disappeared. So when I came down the next morning, I took up my rods again. It was back, but it had moved. So I, I spoke to, to James about it, and he said, oh, yes, that can happen. So there are many, many things we just, well, I simply don't understand at all. Many people who, uh, you know, experience crop circles, I don't know about many people, but some people certainly have talked about the presence of light beings. They've talked about uh, crop circles and and UFOs. Uh, some people believe that UFOs are somehow involved in the formation of crop circles. But you you seem to be suggesting this is pure is purely a physics phenomena, purely physical. Um, well, I think the actual formation is is purely physical, but the consciousness or the intelligence behind it is something we we do not understand and we don't we don't know. I mean, we've been people making circles in the field apparently, and there've been these lights hovering around and then seeming to actually follow them. And they've been so frightened, they've, they've actually run out of the field. It seemed as though those lights were intelligent. And do, do you suppose that they, they are involved in the formation at all? That I don't know. Uh, this is one of the mysteries. I mean, this is, this is a subject which is mysterious. Uh, we don't know the answers to... Uh, a lot of what is going on. We can have theories, we can have hypotheses um, based on science as we know it today, but there's an awful lot we just simply do not understand. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.